Hello, my beautiful friend. I hope this episode finds you well. I'm your host, Audrey, and welcome to the one and only Ephemeralities, the podcast. Since this is our debut episode, we'll navigate some deep thoughts together to already set the right mood for this show. So the motto for today is, what are the reasons we as social beings are constantly looking for validation from the people around us? And later, we'll deep dive into the consequences of it and how it's possible to overcome the insecurities that cause it. Hope you enjoy! Up front, let's talk about the reasons that make us crave validation from the most varied people, including random strangers. So I think as 21st century individuals live in technological revolutions almost every day, it's vital that we recognize how over time we are becoming increasingly dependent on social interactions and to an unhealthy level even You know, it's almost absurd to think about how much more sociable we are today compared to a few decades ago, in which face-to-face contact or like through letters or even quick phone calls or something were the only ones possible. The way we are immersed in the social structure today is unprecedented. And that, my friend, increases a ton the burden of social roles imposed on us, especially to minorities. For instance, it's not only unethical, but irresponsible to want to talk about the social media world in general without talking about how it increased the pressure around these oppressed people. Like, come on, the violence to which some groups are exposed now to misogyny, to homophobia, to racism, to xenophobia is much heavier because it's also being supported in some way by how the media turns to be just an aggravated reflection of reality, right? So people who spend their whole lives being oppressed by an extremely violent system are at the same time having to worry about fitting in the best possible way, adapting to these roles to a certain extent, just to reduce the impact of the violence they suffer. So now it's clear for us to see in times of surveillance capitalism how our insecurities, history of marginalization, um, and even collective social movements for liberation have been manipulated and used as a source of profit for the large industries and companies. So that's a big factor for sure as to why we are so concerned with validation. Be that as it may, the second thing I'd like to emphasize about social media is the most obvious reason, I guess, as to why we have not been feeling that confident, if you know what I mean. Um, To think about it rationally, it's almost funny like how our minds work when we post something to the world to see, right? There are so many super easy, quick, and accessible resources today on the internet. And not only informational or academic ones, but also humane ones that you can learn anything you wish from just in a couple of seconds. And they can seem great, obviously, for some type of things, but most of the time they're not 
indirectly um, constructive to our self-esteem or to our perception of ourselves or even helpful to our constant process of knowing who we actually are because we are used to this velocity. And I mean, we are so used to rush that when we don't get an immediate response for anything we are looking for, we freak out. Why do you expect that as soon as you post a picture that there should be immediately people complimenting you, reinforcing your ego or something? Why are we doing this? Or when you post a joke on TikTok, for example, and it doesn't go viral, why is the first thing we do to assume bad things about ourselves? Am I not beautiful enough because I didn't receive as many likes or comments as I wished to feel secure? Or am I not funny enough because I didn't get as many views as I wanted and expected to and so on? That's not normally a correlation. These algorithms, honestly, are making us not only alienated to those social roles we were talking about, but they are stimulating free hate for ourselves and for anyone that doesn't seem to belong where they are or to be who they are or to dress the way they do, you know? But that's exactly the strategy. The more you feel insecure or invalidated, the more you look for ways to prove yourself. And that is how, in some way, we have been convinced that we need to sell ourselves to the public, almost as products, creating an ideal of ourselves online that is far from existing in real life, just so that people can validate us, since we internalize that we are never good enough for who we are, am I right? We are building ourselves not by what we really are, but based on the personality traits or social behaviors that seem to work for successful people, such as celebrities or politicians. It is virtually as if it were more difficult today to form an original personality, to develop personal and unique points of views and opinions consistent with the experiences and values of each person, even with physical appearance. Why is that we are never satisfied with what we look like like oh am i adequated to this ephemeral beauty standard or am i looking too old does my body looks like this top models one it's crazy how we make ourselves vulnerable most of the time intentionally uh, to the world uh, just receive some kind of feedback about how others perceive us which is so toxic we are so addicted to the outside view of who we are that we literally end up losing ourselves a bit every day. At this point, we crave validation just to prevent us to crumble down. And this is so, so sad. Yes, I get it. It's hard and scary to break the patterns, I know. And this is probably the third reason why we look for validation so much. But we cannot let trends define who we are today and how this persona we created is going to look tomorrow and how embarrassing it used to look yesterday, you know? Not anymore. This is not sustainable at all. 
the hard work you need to put in yourself in order to feel confident and not care for what other people think of you is not as comfortable as having others praising you all the time. It's obvious. Unfortunately, we need to take care of our egos a little bit. Even though this place of all-time feedback may be more comfortable to stay in, And even with insecurities, no matter how bad they are, it's indeed easier to have others always reaffirming you than it is to actually go for it and better yourself. It's a two-way street, and I promise you that you're probably going to feel miserable until you take the courage to challenge the system and wake up proud of yourself for once and be unapologetic about who you are, how you look, what you believe in your actions. And that brings me to our fourth reason, which is that we are too afraid of ourselves. Um, what is so bad with being truthful to who we are and to our core values and principles. Really, I swear you can succeed and still not copy everyone else. In fact, originality is so rare nowadays that it's all we want to see and we don't even realize it anymore. We are not always willing to look at ourselves in a mirror and look at the truth in our eyes of who we are, of our actions, the people we actively choose to have in our lives. The pondering we need to do to better ourselves personally, again, is, is scary. But you cannot be proud of someone you don't know. You need to go through it. If we don't honor our own experiences, Nobody will. No amount of validation will. Because nobody knows what we have been through. And some of our memories might even be painful. But we need to feel proud of the wisdom they provided us. Any stability or insecurity in the foundation, let's say, of who you are can probably be used as a source of profit, honestly. And it's not only about monetary value, but when you're weak in that sense and afraid of getting to know yourself, there are people that can convince you of a lot of things that may not be true. So take a lot of care with that. And under those circumstances, we get to the fifth reason. We are socialized to be humble. So if you're listening to me, just thinking, oh, I am confident, yeah, I honor my past, I do love myself and all those things, the system always gets a way of making you question yourself. Don't you worry, babe. If you don't hate yourself yet, you better act as if you do, or else you're gonna be socially rejected, okay? I'm kidding, but I mean, it's the way it is. Of course, no one likes to be around someone that is constantly bragging off their strengths and victories. But to a certain extent, we end up diminishing ourselves so people like us better. For harmony, I feel like we're constantly trying to fit in and the reality around us, whatever that may be, so everything can flow properly, technically at least. Or even we try to fit in spaces that society wouldn't attribute us naturally by looking for the approval of more privileged individuals. 
So this topic is very hard, I believe, because really our insecurities are very lucrative. Then even if you're pretty emotionally and mentally stable and conscious of the world around you, um, over time, you start to question yourself. And since it feels weird, naturally, to follow the opposite flow of the one most people do. Further, the last reason I have for you, friend, as to why are we craving validation so much is that we don't appreciate solitude as much as we should. We should not be afraid of our own company, especially when the people around us make us feel like the reasons mentioned earlier. If you can be unapologetic about who you are, just try not to be super close with people who discredit your experiences and your wellness. You are deserving of being confident, unique, and above all, true to yourself. And if that means you need to be alone for a bit, then be it. Then appreciate it as best as you can, because we can always learn something new about who we are. And it's better if it happens in safe spaces with people that do love us unconditionally. The only person that you need to show up to every day is yourself, so don't run away from that, but embrace it with passion and fondness, because that's what will ultimately free you from random opinions and the bad habit of looking for confirmation. If you ponder a bit about these reasons, you quickly realize how they are all motivated by some type of insecurity. And to be fair with you, there's no better way to get rid of it than through self-knowledge. So maybe you can start journaling about your days or more specific, your emotions throughout the weeks. You can find new hobbies and passions by exploring different activities. Maybe start a gratitude journal so you can pick yourself up when you feel down. Um, you can make a list of specific things you love about yourself, and that one I really like. Um, there's a lot of ways to overcome insecurities. You just need to face them. And of course, it's not going to be easy. But in this process, I would even recommend you to talk with people about these difficulties you're facing. Like, when was the last time you asked a deep question or advice to someone and actually just stood there and paid attention to what they were saying without thinking of what you would respond to later? It's really important, I feel, as you go through this getting to know yourself better process without searching for others' validation as much, without isolating yourself. It's super fundamental to get a break this toxic loop, but at the same time, to build healthy connections with the ones you already care about. Even when you're talking about significant others, I believe that you can only have a true unconditional love when you stop not only craving for the other parts um, to gas you up, but when you stop providing it to, you feel me? Love is too beautiful and pure to be confused with fake validation. When you truly appreciate someone or something, almost 
always what speaks the most about it is your actions, not your words of affirmation. As ways of overcoming insecurities, then I'd also mention trying more kind of risky things, ignoring fears from time to time. I feel like it can be really helpful to um, get to understand your limits better. Um, maybe try to express yourself freely and in the most creative way possible. Um, try to communicate openly with friends, family, or partners. As you know yourself better and better, you realize that this is actually a simple process at the end, just of learning how to be honest with your own self. And I cannot stress this enough, but the relationship you carry with yourself will be used as a model to how other people are going to choose to treat you too. And if you still feel like you need other people's reflections on you, maybe try to ask yourself for them. Like, what do I think about this topic or situation in my life now? Is this person making me feel good? Is this emotion um, appropriate or not to the situation I'm going through right now? Is, you know, whatever. Show yourself what you're worth confidently to the outside world. And suddenly you see that all of those random people will respect you way more. In any case, if you feel like you're always dependent on others' opinions of you and validation on your actions, um, the first and most important thing you need to do, like, urgently, is to learn to sit with your thoughts alone and be the most comfortable with it and be the most comfortable with your own presence as it's possible. So you need to love solitude as much as you like being reaffirmed so you ask me then what happens when you get to finally overcome these insecurities and stop caring about other people's opinions on you that much and to be honest with you my dear friend i think you achieve a level of freedom that is incomparable let me keep it real with you I chose this theme for this debut episode because it's definitely something I've struggled a lot with time. And it really helped me in my process as a person, honestly, when I learned to overcome this validation need. When I started to see myself as an integral part of society, with the capability to politically influence the environment around me a few years ago, it was very difficult for me to understand my own social role that was systematically assigned to me and i also started to feel this super strong moral obligation of fight for what i believe in and to put in practice all of the theory i consumed when studying trying to understand why the system is the way it is today which i think is quite common for those interested in geopolitics social problems and economy right And let me tell you, my opinions were rarely validated, which also was really hard to understand, since they are based in my core values that apparently not all the people share. What a surprise, huh? But anyway, I had to learn how to express myself without fearing what the feedback would be, you know, since most of the times it was made by harsh criticism. 
I'm a mixed woman, radical feminist, and revolutionary leftist, and I'm from Brazil. So I feel like that speaks for itself. It took me a lot to let go of like、um, perfectionism and the urge to fit in, but I did it. At the end of the day, such social causes are way more important to me than what people think about me. And guess what? I didn't die, <laughs> and I feel freer than ever. I feel like it really took me a lot of courage to go against、uh, common sense, to question everything, and to assume such strong political positions. Because、uh, I knew once I did it, a lot of the validation or confirmation we are used to would turn to condemnation. Yet nothing feels better than being unapologetic for who you are, and that's exactly why I wanted to create this podcast in the hopes we could build a safe online community of passionate, proud, and curious people. It is very necessary for us more than ever to keep bringing such important topics to the public debate and democratize revolutionary theories, so we can instigate some change out there. So hopefully something I said here resonated with you a little bit and maybe inspired you in a sense, because we are the exception. It's true, but we are also the change. Always feel free to share your thoughts with me, because that's always really cool. Don't forget that your ways change a lot once you know who you are and can express that confidently. You don't need any confirmation; the proof is in the pudding. So to wrap this episode up, I just want to remind you that you are the most permanent element in your life. Period. There's no reason why you should be looking for others' perspectives on your life. That being criticism or validation, it doesn't matter, because normally these people are just as ephemeral in your life as are these specific situations you're going through right now. And with that being said, thank you so so much for listening to me. Please tell me what you think about this episode on Instagram at Audrey Murchak or Twitter. Both will be linked in the description. And may you have a beautiful rest of your day in a wonderful week. Lots of love from my heart to yours. Till next time.